Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Yes, indeed. Live imaging Tuesday, 5 o'clock in the Southland with shit out of a cap. Lit. You got to be there tomorrow. We going to press the flesh. Hometown brew house, homebound brew house at Union Station, downtown LA. I can't wait to try that $12 hot dog we're talking about. You know it's going to be good. But right now, what's good? It's time for what you need to know. Take it away, producer Wendy. Thanks, Christopher. And I got Carmax on hold, so hang on. I got to tell him that. Oh, Sedano, read the thing. Sorry. All right. It's uh, brought to you by. Hold on a second. Well, because what when you, you weren't here, here I, just, Rongo, I just threw it direct. Resort and spa, good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Sorry about that. Go ahead. I love that you just kind of like were on the verge of forgetting that because I can't believe how I've had that committed to memory. Morongo Casino. You know, yeah, I have it committed to memory, too. I just wasn't ready to talk about it at the moment. Oh. Well, what you need to know is that tomorrow, August 24th, which happens to be Mamba Day, the Dodgers are holding their annual Lakers night. And yeah. one of the Purple and Gold's newest gems is scheduled to throw out the first pitch, none other than Austin Lebr- Reeves. Oh, I thought it was LeBron no, James. No, no LeBron. Oh, so, obviously, gem. no. Yeah, he, I'm, he's not the newest gem, you know. Well, he just signed, you know. Sure. I guess you, if you want to put it that way, you could. But well, Austin and he Reeves. Used to, and he used to be, his nickname in college was Hillbilly Kobe, he told us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, that's probably the connection, right? Um, and, of um, course, no, Austin it's probably Reeves. he's the only guy available, you know. Listen, Cap. Yeah. I mean, why are you such a downer, dude? What's no, wrong with you? No, I'm not a downer. You? I mean, it's just like that's the connection or that or it's like, hey, you're the young guy on the team. You got to go. But by the way, what an honor. I love it. I was going to say, if if I was a Laker and they called me to throw out the first pitch at a Dodgers game, I would be pumped. I'd me be too. like, hey, yeah. Cappy, I'd be Cappy, there. What, hap- what happened to you I got today? something for you, Cappy. Hold up. What do you got Cappy. for me? Yeah. What happened? We haven't played this in forever. <laughs> Laura, Laura oh, had to that. dust that one off. You know, like what, what, what happened to you today? What kind of day have you, you had today? Had one of those days where, like, I was like, um, like I, at one point, I was like, "Gosh, do I, do I not feel good?" Like, you know, that anytime you don't like feel a hundred percent, now you're like, "Uh oh, uh oh." I had one of those kinds of days. That makes sense. Okay, well, like that's just it. I think that was such a big days, downer, really. You know, like the Monica. I mean, song. you just been like uh, a little like uh, off. Is really? what I'm saying today. Yeah. Tell them, don't take it personal. You just want to be all alone. You think that you treat us wrong. <laughs> it's just one of those days. One of those days. Just one of those days. I love that days. song, by the way. That's great. I always say that whenever I'm having oh, one of those days. Song. song. That song is still. Is it because on Saturday slaps. night, after the whole thing, like we yeah. ate up Rachel, Rachel and used night, right? And then there was no post-game tomfoolery and hijinks that you guys are used to when you... Uh, Meet new friends? Is How that what happened? That? Oh, my. Oh, my. No, when he meets new friends, he means like a uh, an open yeah. relationship. You know, Chris, we had discussing. this conversation yesterday. Perhaps you should chime in on this. This is why I didn't go Saturday. <laughs> I, I was thinking that um, I should change my relationship status on uh, Facebook. Everybody here is ridiculing me because no one's on Facebook other than me. I'm on Facebook. I know you are. But um, the relationship could say it's complicated or it could say I'm in an open relationship. Or it could say I'm in a committed relationship, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think I should change my relationship status on Facebook? Yeah. Two? I mean, my personal opinion would be open relationship, yes. but it's complicated. So it's said, fine. We said that but, the open relationship would be a, get a perfect, great reaction. Right? Yeah. But yeah. also, we weren't ridiculing you because you have Facebook. I mean, a little bit. But because we were the ones that told you that that's a thing to do on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, you had no idea. No, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, so what does it say now? Nothing? Right now, it does not say anything. No. Yeah, you got to have something. You think I should say in an open relationship? Because I told these guys that if I put that out there on Facebook, that's going to mean that there's going to be a lot of people in my DMs looking for action. Isn't that exactly what you want, Cap? I I like to pick and choose. Mm. Mm. Everybody's contemplating that. Mm. Mm. I mean, Cappy is the mayor down there. There's a lot lot Cappy can get into. I mean, it's a lot of action down there. He's sacky down there. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you right now, if Bo Derek wants to get down, I'm down. Okay. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. What you need to know is that if Bo Derek wants to get down, Cappy's going to get down. Right. Here's another thing we need to know. Is the person who runs this CarMax in Irvine available to speak to us on the air? 
Yeah. No? Well, they, yes. they hung up during what you need to know, so I'm going to call her back. Because oh. I said, hang on, hang on one second. <laughs> I said, hang, hang on one on, second. I'm about to go on the radio. Listen in. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then she waited up until like 30 seconds ago. She just dropped. Right. So She's I'm busy selling somebody else's car. Exactly. Out from underneath. So I'm call back Try them out. again. Okay. In the interim, um, this Lakers thing. Okay. Yeah, what were you going to say about this? So now everyone's attention is turned to Indiana and this deal for Indiana, right? Mm-hmm. Like, should they do the Buddy Heald, Miles Turner deal? So someone in the community asked, um, should they do the deal for the two picks for those guys? And I responded, no, I wouldn't do the two picks for those two guys. Like, I, I don't agree. think that their talent. And you did. Right, you responded to my response by saying that you agree. I agree, because let's, let's face it. Look, if you were holding these two picks and you were trying to avoid getting both of them, you know, if you didn't want to put them both out there. You were willing at the beginning to say, OK, one, but not both. And it seemed like, George, in the last week and change, there have been some reports that the Lakers are finally ready to use both of these picks to get what they want. Well, if, if the reporting is right, what they wanted was Kyrie. These two guys from Indiana, you know, you'd like to have them as a backup plan, but you don't want to give up these two picks for two guys that you weren't, like, totally in love with. You're just sort of trying to upgrade a bit, but Kyrie's a superstar. Neither of the two guys from Indiana are monster superstars. You don't want to give up those two picks for those two guys. No, I, I actually think Miles Turner is a hell of a fit for them, and Buddy Heald. Actually, I think the fit is good, but I don't know if it still makes them a championship team. So if it's not going to make you a championship team, you can't give up your only two assets. Right. So uh, while somebody suggested the possibility of, okay, they're not going to get this Kyrie deal done, or at least that's the assumption, so these, this is the backup plan. Well, you don't give the front-line deal to the backup plan. You give the best deal to the best guy. Now you're not going to get the best guy in theory, so you're not going to give up this much for these two guys, regardless of fit. I mean, I just I, I, can't, I agree. I wouldn't give up these two picks for these two guys. Yeah. Does, I mean, doesn't look, mean I wouldn't like to go get them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, Miles Turner definitely helps you on defense because right now the only guy you have that plays defense, like, legitimately um, is Anthony Davis. And, you know, LeBron, when he can, like, when he's, you know, I don't blame LeBron. He's got too much of a burden on offense right now to play both uh, offense and defense the entire time, um, especially during the regular season. But there's not a lot of great defenders. Like, there's some, you know, guys, they, they, all the young guys they added have length and stuff, and I guess in theory could be decent defenders. I actually think Austin Reeves a good defender now that I think about it, or at least a pretty good defender. You know, but, you just said Anthony Davis is their best defender. Yeah. And that presumes, by the way, that Anthony Davis is available and in uniform, not sitting on the bench in street clothes. Yeah. Let me go out on a little bit of a limb here, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Anthony Davis is going to be mostly healthy this year. Now, by the way, of course, this is completely out of everybody's control, including his. I don't know why. I just have this vibe that... Two years in a row, he has, and I'm going to put this in quotes, let the team down because he was unavailable and injured. I don't know why. Something just tells me this could be the year that AD returns to who he was, the championship year, the bubble year. I hope so. Gosh, doesn't everybody? Because, you see, if that happens, everything we're talking about kind of goes out the window just that in that if AD's healthy and LeBron is healthy, and if these two guys can together play, call it 65 games, mm-hmm. we could be having some different conversations later in the year. Like 65 games, you mean what? Like what are these conversations that we're having? Well, the expectation is that AD's not going to be healthy for 65 games this year. No, right? no, but if they play the 65, yeah. what, what, are, what is your expectation? My expectation What's the win is they, they could be a top four seed in the Western Conference. Mm. Not happening. Huh? Not, not possible. I, I no, I didn't say that. No, you just made a tone, yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't think it's likely. I mean, are they better than the Warriors? No. Are they better than the Grizzlies? If a young if, team that's going to play hard every night. If Anthony Davis and Again, LeBron James, a young are team that's going to play hard every night. I understand. They were the two seed last year. They won fifty six games. I understand. But you see, a year ago, what we were talking about was. Veteran teams with older guys that are really experienced, those are the teams that usually win. Right, now, but now the Grizzlies have gotten some of that experience. They've now gone from being out in the first round, they lost to the Warriors 
um, in, in the playoffs this past year. Like, they're gaining that experience that makes them dangerous moving and, forward. And, by the way, they did it a lot last year without their best without player. Without Ja, right. right. So, so, look, all I'm saying is this, and I've said it many, many times. Russ, AD, and LeBron played a mere 21 games. They played 25% of the season on the and same floor. they were like floor. 11 and 10, right? Okay, or 11 and 9 great. or right, 11 not, and 10. Yeah, not, 11 and 10. Right, but, yeah. but it was 21 games, small sample size. Yeah. If you could have these three guys, your supposed big three, your three yeah. stars, your three uh-huh. future Hall of Famers, the three yeah. guys that are all 75-year players, if you could have all three of those guys play in 65 games rather yeah. than 21 games, uh-huh. why would we not go back to the expectation that we had at the beginning of the season last year? Because LeBron's a year older, uh, Russell Westbrook is a year older, you know, like there's the just, yeah, they're not. They got rookie coach. Like, there's a lot of things there that are different. There's a lot of things that are working against them. And you see, if I'm LeBron James, I come back to this all the time because I understand this. Apparently, I'm the only one that does. The heart of a champion, George Sedano. Here we go. The that's right. We need like special music for when I'm about to start doing motivational speeches. I mean, do you want to just play the Rudy Tomjanovich speech? Is that what you want to do? I mean, Laker fans don't necessarily hold him in the most high regard either. But. Now, I don't need the Rudy T speech. I just need my own speech. If I'm LeBron James, my plan is to prove everybody wrong. Okay. I'm going to prove to the doubters that I can still do it, but I can't do it alone. I need Anthony Davis, and I need Russell Westbrook, and last year we thought this was going to work out. It didn't, but why? Because mostly guys were hurt, and secondarily one guy has got a very sensitive ego. And Ru- no, I I think you're just focusing on the ego part. I think Russell Westbrook's skill set has eroded. I will grant you that. Yeah, I will grant you that. But if you can get him to play the way they need him to play, which okay. by the way, he doesn't have to be the number one guy. Let Let's do this again. Let's do All this right. again. Okay, Th- they're not better than the Warriors. Fair enough. Will they have a better regular season record than the Memphis Grizzlies? Depends on who's healthy and who's not. Let's say relative health. They could. I don't believe so. Okay. Will they have a better record than the Phoenix Suns in the regular season? They could. I don't believe so. I'm a believer. You're not a believer. Will they have a better record than the Clippers in the regular season? They could. I don't believe so. Once again, believer, disbeliever. And the Denver Nuggets will be healthy again. They could. Mm, Maybe. I doubt it. Right there, there's five teams for sure, in my opinion. Well, four for sure, and one maybe that I think will all have better records than them. Okay, let me ask you this question. Because I bet, like, if I had to guess, if I'm LeBron, if mm-hmm. I, and again, this is reckless speculation on my part. This is not me telling you that I know anything. This is legitimately me recklessly speculating, okay? okay. You know I like when you do this. I believe if I'm LeBron, I'm saying, just get me in the tournament and, and hopefully we can figure it out. Like in the real playoffs, not like the plan. See, I, I think LeBron says, yeah, we got to just get in, but we have to use the regular season this year to make sure that our guys are healthy. Oh, no, they follow the game plan of the coach. And we've got to get ourselves in a decent spot for the postseason. We can't just yeah. be in as an eight. We've got all to right. get ourselves in a better spot than that. Yeah, yeah not in the plan. All right, Ramona's going to join us. We'll talk to Ramona about all this stuff. Plus, uh, you know, Lindsay, do your car thing? No? Yes? Maybe? I'm, I'm on hold with them. They said they're looking into it right now. Oh, good. Um, did you leave a deposit? Everything. No, I did not. Oh, yeah. See? But you don't have See? to. That's why bird in the I hand. mean, it helps. It does, girl. It helps. Helps your case. I mean, it's still wrong, still bad business, but it would have helped. Uh, all right, Ramona next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Live Imaging Tuesday is on shit out of and cap quarter after 5 p.m. in the Southland. We're getting ready to press the flush tomorrow. Homebound Brewhouse, downtown, Union Station. Rick Springfield, it's his birthday. He's 73 years old today. Funchy was in here. He said he thought he only had one song. Well, guess what, Funchy? He's got another song, like this one. Shinato and Cap. Yeah, Funchy, don't disrespect the Rick. Love is all right tonight. In fact, it's all right any night. Sorry, Rick. There you go. As also, Chris mentioned, tomorrow, Homebound oh. Brewhouse Union Station will be there, live remote, food and drink specials. You can get drinks for $7.10. There's a Boilermaker shot of Teeling Irish Whiskey or the Illegal Mezcal. $7.10. You can't get that anywhere, dude. And then you can get a free uh, pint of High Five Rye Pale Ale with the purchase of a $12 hot dog. So I can't wait for that $12 hot dog. That $12 gotta, hot dog. I got to have a $12 hot dog also. Yeah, I got to give it a shot. All right, it's like in Pulp Fiction when she orders like the $20 milkshake. It's like, right? I got to try one of those. Yeah, me too. I, I don't even love hot dogs all that much, but for $12, that hot dog's I'm, I'm guessing it's delicious. It's got to uh, be Momo, a Momo's joining us now. Momo, would you try the $12 hot dog? Yeah, I, I, well, I think that's what they cost at Dodger Stadium now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except they're garbage at Dodger Stadium. They're garbage, though. They're, they're trash. Garbage. Yeah, but I, I like a good hot dog, too. It's probably like premium cuts of whatever the, you know, lips and, and gizzards oh, that they put into the hot oh, dogs, right? Yeah. All right, way to sell it. Oh. There you go. <laughs> uh, hey, Ramona, before we get started here today, uh, let me ask yeah. you a question here. Is today your anniversary? Yesterday. Yesterday was my oh. anniversary. Okay, well, happy anniversary. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Thank you. So, Cappy, Cappy you. your, your, uh, your, your, your Instagram stalking uh, worked, uh, worked not in your favor in that moment. You no, were right. Late. Well, I, I, yeah. saw, I saw yeah. Nevin's um, Instagram post about how much he loves right. his wife, yeah. and I saw it today. Nevdog. Yeah, I saw it today. I didn't see it yesterday. And and you're stalking it. Nevdog? I mentioned That's it in nice. the open yesterday, too, for Ramona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Morales so. took care of me yesterday when I was in, yeah. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary to you, girl. Thank you. Did Thank I hear you. 13 we did, years? We, yeah, 13 years. We used to like do things for our anniversary, like go out to dinner or go on a trip, and now no. we have two kids, and we don't Come do anything. On. Right. We just say happy anniversary. Night. Yeah, you don't even remember it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, not happening. Yeah, uh, I, I remember, but I, by the end of the night, I said, okay, I should do something. So I looked through my old wedding album. That was, that was the extent of my nostalgia. Oh, and then sweet. I yeah. said to Nevin, Hey, sure. I left the wedding album out for you to look through. So you <laughs> get up in the morning tomorrow. You watch the wedding video. Yeah. That's yeah. what you do. You watch the wedding uh, video. Look at us. Look at how young we were. You know. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of uh, of, no, no, no. of not what happening, of what nothing you? happening. Yeah. Um, KD, nothing happening. Now, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if you had to bet, okay, if you were a betting woman, uh-huh. would you bet he's there for the four years? Because uh, you know, I'm not trying to lead the witness, but I sure as hell wouldn't. For four years, yeah, I think he'll be there. Really? Um, yeah. You know, Smart. I mean, look, they don't have – there's no way they can get value. And, it, and in a lot of ways, he kind of just tanked his value by asking for a trade with four years on the deal because any team like, – like there was a story yesterday that the Grizzlies have called about Kevin Durant, right? And, you know, Toronto is another team that you've heard, right? Okay, so those are not cities that I would think are destination cities. You and I both like them when we travel, but like for an NBA superstar, it's probably not as good as Phoenix or Miami or something like that. But if it's if a town like that, who is, but both of those franchises are, are absolutely poised to win, definitely meet the criteria he'd be looking for. But even if you trade for a guy who's already asked for a trade with four years left on his deal, how can you be confident that he's not going to do the same thing if you trade him there? Right. Right. Not I, only that. Yeah, how about this? I, I wouldn't. How about how about also like um, oh we traded for him and now he's going to try and get our coach fired and our general manager fired. Yeah, I mean he's just, just he's a he's a headache. Yeah, I mean look, I understand what he was trying to do, which was okay. It was it, he was basically doing the Jimmy Butler, right? That's how Jimmy Butler got himself out of Minnesota. But Jimmy had just a year. He was going to be a free agent. Like he wanted a max contract. Like that's and they didn't want to give him one, and and that sort of you know, put him in a position where he could, he had a grievance, right? Like, okay, this team's not winning and I want a max deal and they're not giving it to me and, or super max contract. And like 
Kevin just signed a four-year extension. It's the same as Ben Simmons. Like, you just signed an extension. So it's really hard to get anything of value for somebody who does that and doesn't respect the value of a contract, right? It just doesn't inspire confidence in anyone trading for him. So I, I think he stays right there because they'll never be able to get value for him. And I also don't think they're going to be bad. I think, I think Kyrie's – I actually think teams will regret not trading for Kyrie. I think he's going to have a really good year. Um, it's a contract year. I just know some behind-the-scenes stuff going on with him, and, like, um, he, he seems like he gets that he needs to mend some fences, um, at least, you know, in the organization or around the league or with other relationships. Like, some, there's some fence-mending going on with Kyrie. So, it's, he's also in a contract year. <laughs> like, he's going to be a free agent, and, you know, when you get the feedback from them that no, nobody wants to trade for you because they don't know if they can trust you, like, that, that kind of inspires you to sometimes, you know, behave a little differently. Well, so we'll see. I mean, with, I, Dur- with Durant, though, isn't there some of that, too? Like, that nobody was willing yeah. even to trade their second-best player for you? I mean, if I'm Kevin Durant, I have a pretty good feeling of my own worth, right? Like, Kevin knows how good he is. He, he, I, I'm, I'm of the mind that he's top three in the NBA. Um, I'd, I'd probably go Giannis, KD, and LeBron. As the top three, I mean, he 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 is that good, and he has two Finals MVPs. Like he knows how good he is. It he just doesn't have any power right now, and it's kind of his own fault. Like the contract he signed took away his power. I mean, that's you know, like you you that's it, it, you have to look in the mirror at some point and say, like, well, maybe it's. Maybe that was a mistake signing that contract. And, I'm willing. And I'm not willing to bet. Player option. I'm, I'm willing to bet a year from now we're back in the same situation where he wants out. Oh, he might be wanting out, um, but I I think a lot of it. I think if I were if I were in Vegas right now, I would tell you to go down and put some money on the Nets. Like I think they'll be better than I, I look. Just look at the roster. Like that's a dang good roster they have. If Kyrie plays and Ben Simmons plays, I mean those are a lot of ifs. Okay, but Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and Kyrie—that's a good big three. And the surrounding pieces they have are pretty good. Like Seth Curry is pretty good. I mean that's. That that team, I'm not saying that they would be the the favorites, but I think they'll be all right. And you're right, George. I think like he is not happy, but he, he'll he'll get over it. He just if they win, if they don't win, then then you're right. I think he'll be asking for a trade again next year. But yeah. but not he doesn't have any leverage. I think he kind of figured that one out somehow. See, I said earlier today, Ramona, that I give credit to Joseph Sai for being the kind of owner that could say, look, here's my goal. My goal is to get you back and to have our brands work in partnership. And I give the owner credit for actually going and trying and ultimately making that happen. So it's possible. Maybe we will be back in this position a year from now. But for the short term, or at least for the upcoming season, he is going to be playing for Brooklyn. And I give the owner credit for making that happen. What do you think? So, yeah, I mean, like... There, I, the owner just had to simmer everything down, right? Everybody had to calm down after the trade demand and the reiteration of the trade demand and the leak stories and all that. It was, you know, I think Bill Simmons had a funny tweet today. He was like, I'd like to thank Kevin Durant for the two months of <laughs> free content, right? Like for everyone during the off season that ultimately turned into nothing. But, but you're right. This could come back up at any moment and, and maybe they'll be able to make a better deal for him if once the demand has sort of been rescinded and he's back online, but George, you noticed this thing when they put the release out today that it had the boardroom his, logo. His Durant, like, his, yeah, his logo. Like yeah. Right. They're partners. I mean, that was unbelievable to me. Can you believe Like that was like, wow, that's saying something. Certain things had the Brooklyn Nets issuing a statement that's like co-branded with the boardroom. Yeah. That's Kevin Durant's company. Like that, that says everything you need to know about how they got this done. And I thought the owner simmered, you know, calmed him down. You know, he's upset. I think a lot of this started because the Warriors won and he had to, and they got swept and the, and the Nets got swept right after, I mean, those two back-to-back things were pretty sobering, I'm sure for Kevin Durant. Um, but he's still a damn good player and they have a damn good team. Like they just need to go play ball and, and stop with all the drama. So not that that's ever going to happen. I mean, they're in New York, and they're, you know, what's he going to say on the first day of media day? Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. What's he going to say throughout training camp? I mean, are you, you know, I, 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 I wonder if who's going to get that assignment of, like, being out there for the first day or two of that, and then the, you have New York media 
looking for new angles, looking for new everything. But it, it, it reminds me, it reminded me the whole time of when Kobe asked for a trade in 2007 and the Lakers looked around and he was, you know, really upset. And Dr. Buss said, you know, we'll, we'll look around. We'll see if there's something there. And we, we don't like any of the deals. And sorry, we're just, we can't do this. We can't get anywhere close to value for you. And there's no, they didn't have to trade him. And they ended up, they, they went to the finals that year. They made the trade for Powell Gasol. Kobe won MVP in 2008. Like these things can turn around fast. Yeah, well, I, 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 don't, I just, just don't buy it, it with that organization. No, but you just said it. You know, like play ball and cool out on the drama. And by the way, that's great advice, not just for the Nets. It's also good advice for the Lakers, too. That's kind yeah, of the same I mean, deal. I mean, it's, it's sort of it's a nice goal, and it's nice for people to do that. It's, it's very hard to execute, all right, um, especially in media markets like New York and L.A., okay? Um, but, you know, it's a... Uh, it's a nice, it's a nice thought. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but but uh, it's it's that is the goal, and I think that is definitely what Darvin Ham's goal is, right? Don't don't make headlines, don't be dramatic. It's just about putting in the work. Just go out and play, and the only and you know if you can actually do it, and I, I think the Lakers actually did that in 2020, in the year they won. They, they weren't a drama team. They started off with a lot of things. They came into the year with like more drama than anyone, but it was kind of. Nothing once they once they got going, and so I think I think that's the goal for all those teams. It's just really hard to it's really hard to make that happen. Depending, so, on, it's, it's a lot of discipline. So, are the Lakers going to deal make this deal with Indiana or no? Um, it's it's not up to the Lakers. Oh. <laughs> right? It's like right. Think about it. All these all these theoretical deals that you hear, they're all up to the other team, right? Like you, the Lakers obviously want to try to improve their team. And they're willing to play ball on a lot of things, but you know you have to have something the other side wants. There's not much there. Saying that clearly enough. Yeah. 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 Saying that clearly enough. I mean, let me. Let should I interpret that? Which is nobody wants Ross. Yeah. I mean, I you know right now, right right now, and and I think I've kind of thought this the whole time, which is you know, (laughs) but. The, the the only way forward, the only way through it is to keep going, right? What's that Churchill quote? Yeah. You're going through hell, keep going. <laughs> right, yeah, because <laughs> you know eventually I mean? you'll get out the other side, but um, yeah, or you'll get somewhere else, and right. may not be a better place, but you'll get somewhere else, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of that's kind of where they are. Like I don't know, I, I, every trade that I've heard or every potential idea, it revolves around two things: the other team either wanting Russ or him being willing to do a buyout if he goes someplace else. And I don't see either thing happening right now. Um, What do you see happening with the Clippers? Because I feel like, you know, I'm taking a lot of heat Mm. because I'm like, they may win the championship this year. Like, I think they're that good. Yeah. You know what they would like, George? They would like you to hate on them. They would like you to disrespect them. They would like you to ignore them. Like they do not do well as front runners, and, yeah. and remember, like 2019, they were front runners, and I think it was too much pressure, and it was they didn't do well in that role. Like they, their identity as a franchise and as a team is much better as an underdog. Um, and so I, you know, whatever you do, you want to encourage them to do well or not encourage them? I think they're going to be really good. I do think they can win the championship, but I don't want to be in a clip reel like a lot of my colleagues were in 2019 of saying like the Clippers are the best team in the league, right? Like. That ended up not playing well that year. Right? <laughs> that was that was not um, that that take did not hold up. Hmm. Well, George and I were just kind of going back and forth here about the Lakers. I was saying my gut tells me Anthony Davis is going to be back this year, healthy and back to the player he was a couple of years ago. And I think that if the Lakers can get their quote unquote big three all healthy and on the same page, and they could play sixty five games together rather than twenty one. I still believe that the Lakers can make some noise. Am I the only I do one? Too. I'm with you. But what's no, noise? I'm with you too. I think, like, okay, they're four. They're Vegas. The ESPN survey predicts them as forty-two and forty. Do you like the over or the under? I like, I like the, the over. over. I like the. I like them to be somewhere between like forty-five and forty-eight. Yeah. Okay, I'll say closer to. I'll say closer to forty-eight to fifty. You know, ish. Like I'd say, middle of the Western Conference, fourth or fourth or something. No, I don't. Exactly I don't think what I just said. I, I, so let, let's do the exercise I just did with Cappy. Are they better than the Warriors? No. Are they better but than the, the Warriors? Sun? To me, could fall off. Like the Mar- the Warriors oh. to me could fall off. They had, right, but they, they were they, very lucky they, with injuries last year. 
Well, were they though? Because they lost Steph for the last month of the season, practically. Eventually, yeah, yeah. the last month and the defending the, re- the regular like, season. I have a rule the, that you don't pick against the defending champ. They only won fifty three because Steph was gone at the end. So, right. Um, so right. I don't, I don't think they're better than the Warriors. Are they better in the regular season than Phoenix? It's interesting. Uh, no, they're not. Um, Phoenix should be better, but that's those are those are both two teams that I think could fall off a little bit just okay. because Me- of Memphis? the age of their stars. Memphis, I think, is going to be really good. Yeah. Memphis, to me, like, that's a watch out for them. Yeah. D- Denver is yeah. healthy? That's what about really Denver? Denver should win more, but we still haven't seen Jamal Murray or Michael Carter-Williams, right? Okay. We haven't seen them. Okay. So that was my maybe. That was my maybe. Judgment. But, yeah, but that was the, maybe. But the Clippers are going to be better in the regular Clippers, season. They should, they're going to be better. Yeah. yeah. They be better. So that's already four teams at, 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 and maybe five. Yeah, so but... That, but uh, yeah, so like fourth or fifth, but and we're counting on one team like that. You know, Phoenix or Golden State to maybe drop off a little bit with some bad luck or some bad whatever, right? Just remember, my hypothetical was if the Lakers can get AD, LeBron, and Russ to play sixty-five games together. When George went through that exercise, are they better than Golden State? No. Are they better than than Memphis? Maybe. Are they better than Denver? No. Maybe. Are they better than Phoenix? Maybe. Those are my answers. It's really Maybe. Yeah, I don't think they're better, but I but I, I also think like we didn't think the Lakers were very good in 2019, 2020, and they won the championship. And oh no, no way, no Did way, you? Momo! You I completely disagree. Good? Completely disagree. You, no way! I picked them to win the title that year. It's here. documented. I think I did too. I think I did. Yeah. Too. I, you I and me and one other person, I believe. Go. I don't remember who it was, yeah. but one other person did it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It was. I think I picked Lakers and. Philly. I picked Philly on the other side, but, but yeah, that, that didn't work out so well. I no, can't remember no, who I picked. No. Maybe I picked Milwaukee yeah. or something. M- but, Momo, I, gotta, I, I thought I, they would be good. Yeah. Good. We got to run because we got to go. Yeah, it's Tinder time. We're taking up the segment here. I don't want Bergman to yell at us because then we have to yell back. Yeah. Usually, usually you and I agree on things, but I think Katie's stuck. Well, no, you finally have come to the smart side, Momo. Nice job. No, you're listen. Cappy is your ally. Just beware. That's all I'm saying. You and me. Happy anniversary. I know it's a good. Thank you. See you, Momo. Bye, guys. All right. Radio Tinder in two minutes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yes, indeed. A little after 530 in the Southland, like 535. You know what we do at this time. Come on. Happy 90th birthday, Barbara Eden. This is unbelievable. Of course, of I Dream of Genie Unbelievable. Fame, and we like to play a TV theme sometimes for Radio Tinder. You could follow her at Lindsay Baseball on the Insta. Uh, is she on the phone with Carmack still? Yeah. Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? She, she will be... Well, let's, yeah, second. let's have some fun, though. Let's loosen it up here. Oh, let's, I was. Uh, let's do the uh, genie dance. Can you do the genie dance? Oh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, I'm yeah. back. I'm back. They're, they're calling me back because I was speaking to a man named Matthew, mm-hmm. and he said he's got to talk to his manager because he doesn't know what happened, so he's going to call me back. And yeah, she okay. would come and out of the him, bottle? I gave him the station number. Sorry, Chris. Didn't mean she, to cut you she off. She would just appear? Yeah. Barbara Eden damn. loved her growing up. Like, I, I feel like... Uh, she was definitely someone I was like. Uh, you became a man too. Oh yeah, no oh. big time. What? What does that oh, mean? Dude, I, I mean, probably at like five or six years old. I was no, like, oh, oh, that's yeah, really oh, what's oh, 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 happening? Easy, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, back then her whole hey, midriff was exposed. It was so <laughs> hot. That's true. Laura was giving me crap that she hasn't been able to pull a show highlight yet. And now look, boom, bam. Yeah, we got a you show know, highlight. That could be a thank promo. You. When you do, when you watch it in uh, syndication, you know. I mean, uh, you know, I wasn't around Friday Dream of Genie. No, I don't. In, you know, in real Cappy, life. do the promo voice of Mar- what Mario would do for that Sedano and Cap yeah, promo. Right. Hey, Sedano really loved I Dream of Genie, and Barbara Eden's ninety years old, and Sedano would still go there. <laughs> yeah. What does she look like? She, I don't know, but I'll tell you this. She looks pretty good, I think. I, when I Google her, I don't know. What, I don't know if anybody looked up because I did not. How old Bo Derek is? But I'll tell you right now. Just seeing her this past weekend, she is still so hot. And Bo Derek, sixty-five, Cappy. Yeah. Look at Barbara Eden when she was I Dream of Genie, bro. She so was hot, inc- incredible. Yep. What a body. Beautiful. She was yeah. so sexy. 
<laughs> was that the one with Darren or is that Bewitched? That's Bewitched. Larry Bewitched, Hagman yeah, yeah. was in uh, I Dream right. Jeannie. It was right. uh, Who Killed uh, JR. JR. JR was, uh, was in that show before. But he was yeah. always wishing her to appear. I wish them to leave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is true. That is kind of your thing, uh, isn't it? Radio Tinder time. Take it away, Producer Wendy. Thanks, Christopher. Super excited to be doing Radio Tinder, especially about this story. I don't know if it's this story in particular, but... But anyway, um, I'm going to play you guys some music because Prime Video, of course, as we all know, will be the exclusive home of Thursday Night Football this season, and they recently unveiled the new theme song for the broadcast. Okay, go ahead. So I'm going to play this real quick for you guys. Yeah, give it a second to like... No, no, that's the wrong thing. That's CBS. CBS. You're right, right. I clicked the wrong one. That's the SEC thing. Hang on, hang on. No, no, but you know what? Hold on one second. Now it's the Big Ten. Right, now CBS is not like changing their theme... People because they're changing their conference, they're yeah. staying with the same music. I love that because when I hear that, I know that's big time college football. No, it's the SEC. That was my bad. I, I clicked the wrong button. I'm sorry. I'm a little frazzled back here it's because right. of my phone call. Okay, the so car. hang tight. It's time for football. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, it's, it's better. time for Rams yeah. football here on 710 ESPN. <laughs> it, it, Can it, Matthew it, Stafford <laughs> run it back? <laughs> it definitely took a minute. That first few seconds had yeah, me it's like. terrible. Mm, you got to get wow. rid of the first few seconds. Just start with the right the thing, the explosion. No, yeah, no, no, no. You don't start with the explosion. You build up to the explosion. It's like hitting the post, right? Yes. And other stuff. Yeah. So, so right, you build Barbara up to the explosion. Then. Chris is right. That's that's true. You do. You build up. All right. So it's football on Amazon Prime. Right. Yeah, with uh, Uncle Al and Kirk Herbstreit. Well, do you guys like the new song? Swipe left or swipe right? Cappy, start with you. I'm going to swipe left and say I don't really like it. And that's only because when you think about these kinds of football themes, like you played the CBS theme before that, like you hear that, you think big time. Or you hear, these are legendary tunes. Yeah. So I don't love what I've heard. I mean, maybe it'll grow on me, but at least I'm with George. I think the first few seconds are very boring. Yeah, I'm swiping left. It's all right. I think it's great. I think it has potential to be like... The songs that you talked about, Kathy. Yeah. It is My girl Amina Hussein is the talent person there at Amazon. Amina, you got to change that thing, man. I, like I know it. you still live in LA, so if you're good. listening, change that song. All right. Well, sticking with football, Nick Saban is once again the highest paid football coach at a public university. Alabama's Board of Trustees approved a one year extension and a raise for Saban during a meeting today, and the amended deal runs through February 2030 and will pay him an average of $11.7 million How per old is year. Nick? Uh, I gotta look that up, but um, he's got to be in his late sixties by now, no? I think so. I think we looked this up a couple weeks ago. Seventy. Um, so yeah. he's gonna. Wow. What's he's today? Coach until he's seventy-eight. When did I think that's when Bobby Bowden gave it up too, or when they is, pushed him out? Actually, what year is this? This is twenty-two. He's gonna coach till thirty. Yep. Damn. That's what his yep. deal is for. And it's amazing. Yeah. He, I mean, you made all that money. You've won all those games. You won all those titles, and you still want to do it until then. Well, he wasn't the highest paid coach up until today. Kirby Smart was. So now he's back on top. Right. Yeah, he is back. So so my question there is, is there any college coach, and not just football, but any sport, who deserves to be paid more than Nick Saban? Swipe left or swipe right? Sedano. I mean, I'm guessing Krzyzewski was paid pretty handsomely for a long time, is my guess, because, you know, he's he's won a bunch of championships. But, um, I mean, Nick is probably, I mean, in recent memory, he's the most decorated um, collegiate coach He's got eight championships. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess in today's generation, he's the guy. Yeah, sure. He is the guy. So you're I mean, swiping he... left. Yes. No, we're right, actually. Well, my question was if there's another college coach that oh. deserves to be paid more. Oh, then no. Him. Yes, there's not. He's probably, he, well, he's the guy. Yeah. Okay. So, no. Cappy, you? No, I, I cannot think of anybody in college football in particular. I'll stick with football. I won't bring in basketball. I can't think of anybody in college football that deserves to be paid more than Nick Saban. And we can sit here and debate all day long, should a college football coach be making $11 million a year? But that's out the window for me. It's just bottom line is, yeah, is you're, you're good better? with playing the, paying the coaches $11 million. Those kids can't make anything, though. No, actually, I think, I think $11 million is like, like crazy. And I can't believe what college coaches get paid. I actually can't believe what coaches get paid. If I would have known coaches were getting paid like that, I might have gone into coaching 25 years ago. Could you have been a special teams coach? Special teams coordinator, <laughs> thank you so much. Coordinator. I mean, there you go. Why don't you just call McVay? Really, all I have to do is just coach for McVay for one year. I'll be a head coach the next exactly. year. Exactly. Whatever you do, don't call your your college roommate, Alex Van Pelt, and mm-hmm. ask him to take a spot on the Browns coaching staff because mm-hmm. we don't need another unproven. You know, We don't need like the... 
the cappy, the cappiness right. with the Browns. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose I could apply for the special teams coordinator job for the Chargers. I don't know if anybody watched, but the Cowboys had a kickoff return and a punt return for a touchdown in a preseason game. That's that's bad coaching, right? There. I mean, come on. Are you serious? Like very. Well, are you literally citing a preseason game special teams where there's a bunch of guys playing that aren't even going to be on the roster in a week? You know exactly, exactly why it's coaching. Real quick sidebar, Stop. since we don't have time for a whole other one. You, your hate for them is really deep. Wow. Yeah, very deep, very personal. You're just going to sabotage oh them? That's what you want to infiltrate the organization and sabotage them? Hey, Charger fan, I'll be your, I'll be your sunshine. How about that? Aww. I actually think you're going to be good this year. Well, good. I'm glad you think that because what will happen is their quarterback will throw for 500 yards. They'll uh, they'll have a big lead and then they'll they'll break your heart at the end. That's that's what I like to see. And they won't okay. go to the playoffs. I'm but with anyway, you, Charger fan. Not this guy over here. Real quick question. I was thinking about this today. Do you think that now that nil deals are a thing, that instead of a lot of these one and done players, do you think that more college players are going to stay the whole four years now? Maybe it depends. I don't think the you know the guys who are like that good will stick around they won't need to but it'll help the kids who maybe need like in basketball that need another year it may keep them around for another year and in football maybe a a, a third year player who may stick around for one more year yeah I mean, it could help you, you know what else it's going to do it's going to take a kid who's playing on a team that's good but not great but if the individual player is really really good that player is going to be like you know what first i'm hitting the transfer portal and then i'm just going to the highest bidder i mean see jordan addison in usc that's exactly cool. what's going to happen. And that was, that's that was, good. That was, that was good. Why is that down. a bad thing again? Well, I mean, if you are a fan of a team and all of a sudden your best player doesn't play anymore for you because he went to find some more this money This is else. why you don't like NIL, because you, you're a pit guy and the kid left for USC. <laughs> well, it's one of many reasons. Yeah. Now I get it. Can we get that Amazon music go ahead and out? Sure. Yeah, that terrible Amazon. I like it. I think you guys are wrong. Very yeah. dramatic. Oh, here comes off. It feels like something like. Wait for it. Like coming to America. It's football on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I mean, this part's pretty good. This part's, this part's not bad. fine, but the beginning is like meh. You're streaming Jaguars and Bengals. Ah, that actually <laughs> wouldn't be bad. Yeah, You're streaming that. Jaguars and Texans. Yeah, there, there you go. go. That's not that good. Right. You can't say Bengals anymore because they were in the I Super know. Bowl last year. They were in the Super Bowl for guys. Or how about this? You're streaming Jaguars and Browns. Yeah, there you go. They're going to be bad at least this year for sure. Um, all right. Join us tomorrow. Sedano and Cap Community. Come hang out with us. Homebound Brewhouse Union Station tomorrow. Live broadcast from 4 to 7. Drink specials. We got swag to give away. Cappy and I will be there at the Brewhouse. Los Angeles Union Station in the heart of L.A. Union Station where Los Angeles begins. All right. That's Radio Tinder. Uh, coming up next, I feel like the Dodgers are a little old-timey in a way, Cappy. They're bringing back something that's old school. We'll tell you what that is next. Imaging Tuesday is on. It's National Coconut Week, but also on this day in 1985, Teen Wolf, oh, starring so Michael J. Fox, premiered in theaters. Nice. I've never heard the Teen Wolf theme, but I think I just hit the post. Yeah, good job. Oh, yeah. This would be really good, actually, for Amazon's football music. <laughs> it's Amazon football. The Jaguars battle the Browns. <laughs> and after the game, you can watch Teen Wolf on Amazon Prime. Oh, there I is a Teen Wolf show. Look at that. There is? Yeah. There was on MTV for a while. No, there, but how, I, how tall was Michael J. Fox posing not, as a basketball player? Not, not very tall. That's like Sliwa posing as a basketball player. Ooh. Oh, Teen Wolf. Oh. <laughs> but Michael J. Fox in the Teen Wolf, he got up and dunked, as I recall. He did. He I did think like Sliwa could dunk. He had some hops. He did like a flip and dunked, I think, if I recall correctly. He was a very unbelievable, as in not believable, wolf. Team wolf. Like, it just, it just wasn't working. No. Yeah. The costuming and the hair on his face. He looked like a bear. Well, I think that was the point. He was too, too uh, wholesome, you know? Too, too wolfy? Yeah. By the way, there was a bear down in Del Mar over the weekend. It worked out okay for him. Hey, now. Hey. Hey, now. Lindsay, I will tell you that the Circle of Trust community is not being sympathetic this afternoon to your CarMax plight. Okay. They're suggesting that if you don't have a deposit, 
holding the car. Well, there is no option to do that, and that's the thing. If I, if I had the option to do that, I would pay for the whole card on my freaking debit card right then and there. Hey, now. But there is no way to do that. Like, they don't give you the option for a deposit, otherwise I would do that. You couldn't pay for it online? Like, hey, I've already paid for it, have it wrapped and ready for me? No, and I've never, and as Sedano said, it's all about, like, business and integrity. I've never heard of somebody requiring a deposit to hold a car for them till the next day. You know? See, I don't know about this. I think that uh, you're in the car business and you're trying to sell cars and you got you got a girl who's coming down to visit with you uh, on Tuesday night at about 8 o'clock at night, 8.30 at night, versus somebody who's standing in your showroom right now who's ready well, to pay thing. for it and they, take it. They don't have a showroom and they don't allow people to like, it's not like a traditional car lot where you go around and like look at the cars, you know? Oh, like What is it? It's it like you go in and I've never been to a CarMax before. The reason why I wanted to go there was because I didn't want to deal with the whole like dealership and haggling and they they advertise like all this like hassle free you know you just no frills you just tell here's the price this is what it is i did a lot of research it was a good price Mm -hmm. so you go online and you reserve it online like their whole business model revolves around their app and reserving a car online it's not a traditional dealership where you make a deposit for them to hold it it's not like i was asking them to hold the car for multiple days i did this all last night at like 9 p.m right and by the way their website granted la has just tweeted in the community it says if i found a car i want to see online how can i reserve it so no one else buys it unless otherwise noted you can reserve any car up to seven days in advance of an appointment and or test drive to do this go to the car's details page for the car you're interested in choose the action you want to take and follow the prompts that's it that's all it says so there is no need for a deposit in this Mm, case according to their website and not only that sus like it shouldn't be like it should appear it should appear as not available to other people as they're going on the website and browsing yeah. for similar cars yeah. it should not show up as available because there's cars i've looked at and there's a little lock on it like a key and it says not available because mm. somebody else has it reserved right That's i do what want to happen. tell you something but i want to tell you something because i've been to a carmax before you can go to a carmax and they do have a showroom and they do have a lot they didn't have and, they have lots yes they have tons can, of lots but they don't have a around. showroom where it's well, like i'm just telling you i've been to a carmax and they had a showroom the meaning I, I they had you. a they had a what year, what year was this I mean, not that long ago. Watching uh, Lindsay. What, what what year was it? 2022. I, I went about Saturday, no. and they did not have a showroom. You did not go this year to a CarMax. You're right. I just made that up. But <laughs> but more like 2002, probably. No, no, no. But I'm saying to you, like, like I've been to a CarMax where they've got a big lot, and you can walk around the lot, and they also happen to have an indoor area where there's, like, people selling, and there's, like, a, I don't know. Like a front desk area and salespeople that say, hi, can I help you? What well, are you looking for? Well, today? you just described it's, the car dealership. Where yeah, go? Again, what it is. it's changed. <laughs> it's changed, Pat, because like I said, their model is all based online and on their app. And when I went in on Saturday, they said, if there's a car that you like, okay. we, we, can, we can bring it out for you. They don't let people, at least at the one in LAX, they don't let people walk around on the lot. She said he, that their, he, their he, lots I, are locked. I, as a matter of fact, this is from their website. Our stores yeah. are open to support your needs oh, to buy a vehicle, get repairs or sell us your car contact your local store before you proceed oh, as boy. some stores are open by appointment only with no oh. walk-ins allowed okay well listen you asked me what year it was and my answer is i don't know but maybe <laughs> maybe since the pandemic things have changed now we're talking carmax here not carvana right correct no carvana is okay. the one that's directly online that's the one i sold my car to that's the one is that the one that has like the tall glass buildings with cars yes. in it yeah they call like it a car vending, vending machine, machine. Yep. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i sold that but i never went there i just did it all online when I sold my car to them. Tell you, the battle between Lindsay and CarMax, now that's something that should be on Thursday night on Amazon I mean, Amazon that's on Prime. the gridiron right, right there, yeah. Right. Wait, hold on, here it comes, here it comes. We got to queue it up right to the thing. Yeah. Tonight on Amazon Prime, producer Lindsay, Hungarian Heat, battles CarMax and Irvine. What will happen? Will Cappy go back to a CarMax? <laughs> <laughs> Will he describe the water cooler and the desks and cubicles? I mean, tonight Jesus. on Amazon Prime. Coming up tonight. I've been to a CarMax and they have everything a car dealer has. CarMax. They've got keys to start vehicles. <laughs> Hungarian Heat walks into the showroom that doesn't exist at CarMax without an appointment. Yeah. And now producer, Wh- producer Laura has a highlight to cut up. Yeah. Real quick, for what it's worth, I did have an appointment when I went to the one Saturday. The woman was extremely Saturday. rude to me. That was very Midwest of you right Sorry. There. Yeah. Saturday. They did not have a showroom cap. They just had, it was like you walk in and there was like 30, 30 desks, cubicles, and there are all these people. Desks. We're doing everything online, just typing away.
Yeah, it's a cube. I know that you struggle online, Cappy, as uh, Laura and Lindsay and Chris and I have discussed many, many a times. But you would walk in and be like, "Wait, so let me get this straight. I can't go out and look at the car. Yeah, I have to, to reserve it online <laughs> first. That's weak. That's it's, weak sauce. It's kind of true. Weak AF. Cappy, you know, there's That's no weak cars AF. available anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, for, yeah. For what it's worth, I guess the model works for them. But you know what? Wait, I'm wait, going back to the dealership. Lindsay, yeah. can you do the Cappy impersonation again? Let's say he shows up to CarMax in Irvine, where you went to get your. <laughs> you thought you were getting and your And he's car. like, so wait, let me get this straight. I can't walk around and look at the cars. I have to find it online first and That's have right. you bring it out to me? Not That's happening. how this works? Not happening. And they would say, yeah, sir, that, that's our business model. It explains yeah. it all very thoroughly on our website. Yeah, Check out CarMax.com. But yet it doesn't seem to work. And then he well, says, apparently not. But when I bought a car at Cal Worthington Ford in 1979, <laughs> I was able to check out the new Mustang. <laughs> and Cal Worthington brought out that lion. It was right there in the showroom, and I drove it right off the showroom floor. Yeah, I think you should go back to the dealership. You're right. Yeah. I should. And that's my mistake. I've never dealt with a CarMax. I only wanted to do it this way because well, I didn't want to spend a whole day in a dealership. People in the community actually were ripping CarMax earlier. So I don't, I, you know, to say that they weren't supportive. I mean, they were kind of supportive early on when we first had this company. Many yeah, years ago. People that are saying no deposit, great. you can't you can't expect them to hold it. Many years but ago. there's no deposit. Again, there. they, they don't do that. that. I understand yeah. that. But I didn't understand that back then. And maybe these folks don't either. Yeah. Well, um, by the I'm way, not going know, back there, so it doesn't matter. There you go. Um, one thing I I I I understand, but I I don't love, and I, I, so I kind of don't understand why you know it's not part of the game in a better way now. Is the Dodgers? I was telling you earlier, right? They they have this old timey thing. Lindsay, you were giving me numbers uh, about their stealing, like their stolen bases. Nobody steals bases anymore because of analytics, right? Because the risk is not worth the reward. But the Dodgers are actually really good at it, right, Lindsay? That's what you were telling me earlier today. Yeah, so if you want to get through the nitty-gritty statistics here, super stats. So entering yesterday, the Dodgers had 78 stolen bases while being caught 14 times. They're now on pace to steal 105, which is their highest total since 2014 when D. Gordon totally skewed the category when he had 64. But So their, their success rate for stolen bases is 85% this season. And on average, in general, MLB's success rate for stolen bases is about 70 so they're mm-hmm. way up there. And, and here's the thing. When I was a kid growing up, um, you know, Cappy, and you were like an adolescent, um, the stolen bases were a huge part of the game. Ricky Henderson, Vince Coleman, right? Like all these guys were like stealing 100 bases a game. Now, I get that you're probably not going to have that, but that actually was a really exciting part of the game. Well, you got a guy like Dave Roberts whose entire career was based on one on a stolen steal. base, right? right? Yeah. You know, and yeah. you've got a guy like Trey Turner who's one of the fastest and he's one of the fastest players one of the best base runners, and one of the best, and I know this, sound, this is going to sound super baseball geeky, but he's a great slider. Yeah, he is. You know? So I don't know exactly what the stats would tell us in terms of if there's, if the Dodgers have, you said it's 85 total stolen bases so far, is that right? 85%. They 85%. Hit. I wonder how many Trey Turner has of that of that number. You know what I'm saying? Like, is, is, is he dominant by far and away, or is it everybody? Maybe it's Mookie also, who's also kind of good on the bases. So... I'd be curious to hear a little bit more about that. But that is amazing that, that the Dodgers are that much better than everybody else at stolen bases. Yeah, they are very good at it. I don't think there's any... Trey Turner has 20 of those stolen bases, by the way. So Okay. Um, but anyway, let's. I, I, I just thought it was something... I'd love to see it come back. I just guess with analytics, you're not going to see a ton of it. But Andrew Friedman, big analytics guy, and the Dodgers are really good at it. So maybe they can shift the game in a different direction just based on the personnel. To your point, a guy like Trey Turner, who's really awesome at it. All right, we're back in a couple minutes. We're back here on 710 ESPN.